Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spinning the GNT Podcast. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But giving it anyway. That's right. Now Polo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race, Race All-Star 7. All winners. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. Podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back everyone. to the podcast where we go out live. <laughs> Go it live? We give it live. Where we go it live. We give it live. Yeah, we give Every it to time. you. <laughs> I was going to say give it and then Every do it. Single Every time. time. Every. We give it live. And it's a live podcast. It's real time. So we watch it, we talk as it's going, and then we release it. Why do we do that, Dr. Tom? Because um, we really like Drag Race and we're really opinionated and our egos are a bit inflated. So we're like shoving our opinions on the world. They're, yeah, well, we also do it so that our opinions aren't, um, <laughs> they're not influenced by what everyone that's else it. is talking about. That's so that's it. why we do it live and we get it out there before we hear what people say. I like what Because you, said. you know what? Our opinions are our own. They are, they're undiluted, uh, unfiltered, and unsolicited. <laughs> I am loving the All Stars All Winners season. It's very exciting. This cast is already shaping up to be so iconic and i don't use that word lightly um it's, it's just been very very exciting so far the, the opening episodes are fantastic so so good we had a double opening oh oh oh, <laughs> oh pablo and no. on drag race last week we also had two episodes released at the same time no it's great do you think that the girls of each season are at home watching and supporting all of their winners. You know, like when a rugby game's going on or a sports game's yeah. going on and people are at home and they're supporting their um their team. Do you think everyone, for, like, for example, season three are like, get it, Raja, you better, you better let them know that we are the season to watch. I would like to think so. I think, you know, Raja, certainly like if we think of the top three girls, Manila will be rooting for Raja. Alexis had an up and down relationship with Raja, but I, th- I think she'll be rooting for her. I think like bygones are bygones at this point. You know, I know that Alaska's reading for Jinx. I heard a soundbite. Obviously, I'm not listening to, um, what's it called? That podcast they do? I can't remember. I, no, I heard a little soundbite from Race Chaser. Um, not, uh, and Alaska said, obviously, she's she's rooting for Jinx. Yes, yeah. of course. She's, she's, she's rooting for her now that she won All Stars. I'm convinced there's a secret subplot that was cut out of season five that, in fact, because Jinx has said it, like she and Alaska were good friends on set. Like Alaska talks is not what we thought it was. I mean, production, production, production. Jinx There's... and Alaska were like quirky comedy queens who a bunch of the other, mo- most of the other sort of like, you know, polished pageanty girls just weren't feeling a lot of the time. So they, they had a friendship. And again, we have to remember this was season five, which is still very early, mm-hmm. isn't it? So these comedy queens coming into this pageant territory, mm-hmm. it was still quite new. Do you think Roxy's rooting for Jinx? Do you know what? What I want to think is this. I want people to want that I want them to want their winner I, of the I season agree. to win. To to validate and justify why they couldn't beat them. This is why I couldn't win. She's that good, and no one else can beat her. And I, and I feel like they need to root for that for their, their their winner. I think they will. I think they will. But the season nine girls are they rooting for Shay or Trinity? Um, I I think 
I think Shay is always going to get the overwhelming Shay's, love in vote yeah. because you know I, I just feel like Shay's easier to love. Like you know, we got Rab and Dam, we got Lily Andrea, <laughs> Paula's daughter, we got two cats. Lily's just easier to love. But they're, they're both wonderful creatures who are equally easy to love. No, 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 she's easy to love. I <laughs> have the favorite. most complicated. I have a, look. If I ever have children, I would let them know. Who, the who my favorite is? Because I would want them to fight for my love and attention. I want them, like every week I'll be like Abby Lee Miller. I have a pyramid. I'd be like, okay, Shakanda, Rwanda, Orlando. If you guys want to be on top of Shakanda, you guys need to step it up because she's been at the top of the pyramid three weeks straight. This is why I'm grateful you're not ready for children. I, I'm just saying that I would make them fight. That's the Hunger Games. Well, what about all talking about Hunger Games? They're not eating until they get my love. <laughs> So what would be the Hunger Games? Wow, food okay. is punishment. <laughs> wow, your children. Um, but the um, All-Stars 4 girls then, are they rooting for Trinity or Monet? I don't think any of the... All- I think the All-Stars girls aren't interested. I think it's the original <laughs> seasons okay. that people are rooting for. Because All-Stars, there's no connection. There is... People have loyalty to the original season. That's what I feel. And I feel like that's gonna be it's not gonna be the All Stars girls rooting for them. I think it's gonna be in my uh, mind, it's gonna be the original season that they came from. Coming back to what you said about like Shay and Tracy, I think they're equally lovable. I just think that Shay is the girl who was seen to miss out on the crown on season nine. So I think they would lean more towards her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But mm. I, I just, yeah, it's great to think of a, a support system of, of girls and queens rooting for their winning. Bagger will the definitely winners. be voting, be rooting for Vave. Not sure uh, Davina will be. <laughs> no, because they, they had, no, but they had a fairly public back and forth, didn't they? Because like Davina was making what I think were probably quite jokey comments about, oh, I was robbed of the crown. Many are true words. Many are true words are spoken in jest. But then I think Viv got a bit fed up with it. And Viv doesn't hold her tongue on Twitter. And I I remember her, there being a bit of a tirade. I hope they've patched it up since then. I do hope that. Because they're both amazing queens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. One thing I want to talk about before we get into this, you know, especially we do know it's going to be a fashion week this week. Fashion. You're very lucky I'm here. Thank you. You're going to hold us by the hand. You're going to guide. You're lucky us I'm through. here to educate you yeah. on fashion. Let's get to All Star Seven. Okay. Do you? you know, last week, Jinx had a lip sync yes. for the win against Trinity. Trinity. Uh, Jinx won. Now, Jinx gave the plunger to Shay. Now, let's just have a talk about that. Did she make the right decision? I think so. I think Shay's such an all-rounder, and she's already won a star. It's a decent choice. I think when you look through this cast and you think of... They're all all-rounders to a greater or lesser degree. All these girls can kind have shown they can kind of do everything. Comedy, fashion, performance. But Shay is just more well-rounded than most. And she's already won a star. I think that's a very, very fair way of looking at it. Give it somebody who's already got a star. Yeah. I think that is the only way to do it without pissing off too many people. Definitely don't Because you can't, yeah. you can't be angry at someone who's got a win. Yeah, I, I agree. And like, don't hamstring somebody who's not got a win. There that it is. There unfair. it is. That, that seems to be the fairest thing. Now, Jinx read Shay. Did you hear what she said? Uh... It's time for Shay to hit the fan. I was like, oh. Shay to hit the fan. Like, shit. Oh. 
I was like, <laughs> is she is she calling? Is this an amateur moment? Is she coming for Shay? She. I think it was a similar Watch where joke. you sleep, girl. Watch where you sleep. And Shay's whole, like, they're hilarious. Well, that's stupid. I really stupid. enjoyed well, that performance. Not, it was silly. The silly thing about Shay is like, well, now I know the true potential of the plunger. And I love how quickly Trinity just jumped I, on. I loved it. It was Did so good. Did she flinch? No. I'm she just... stood up, walked over, and just played along. And I was like, she's this girl. As an aside, um, Trinity should wear that wig forever. She looks amazing in that Florence Welch hair. Um, but I thought that was super duper fun. I just think it's a mark of like, the girls are having so much fun this season. The The atmosphere feels so light and celebratory. It's not like bitchy. It's not like let's tear each other down. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Girl, it's only two episodes in. Calm your ass down. Let's savor it. Let's savor it. But it, it's so much fun. Mm, okay. So, I'm going to let you all know this. The Maxi Challenge. You can let us all know. It. We're back in the room. Yada, yada, yada. RuPaul comes out. This is the Maxi Challenge. It is the realness of Fortune Ball. The realness. Okay, then they need to serve three looks, okay? The look number one is the Vanna White realness. Now, Vanna White is an American TV personality who was the host of Wheel of Fortune. Uh-huh. I remember watching the Wheel of Fortune as a kid well, we had with my UK, family. We had our own UK version. We didn't we didn't get the American import, but we had the UK version. In fact, I don't I don't know where it originated, if it was in the US or the UK, but we had our own version. And our glamour girl was Jenny Powell, who was an icon on her own. Okay. She's total nineties kind of um game show dolly, beautiful, um Graceful, wearing little scoochie, wearing little scoochie dresses. I remember, I remember Jenny Powell's beauty from well, when I was a child. I I don't know the name of the host, but I remember watching Wheel of Fortune, and it definitely would have been in the American version because a lot of the a lot of the programs that we got in New Zealand and even Australia was the products from America. It's an interesting blend in New Zealand because you get such an interesting selection of imports. It's like a little smorgasbord. Obviously, you've got your own media, but you've got US. Like you guys watch like Emmerdale and Coronation Street and EastEnders, don't you? I don't know EastEnders, but I do know the others. Yeah, so interesting to me. Um, so that's who she is. If you didn't know, it's the Wheel of Fortune, American TV personality, Vanna White. So the first category is Vanna White realness. So they need to think like classic game show hosts. Do you know what, more. I, do you know what that puts in my mind? I'm hoping for that Moschino runway, which is all about winning money. They did like a, basically like a Wheel of Fortune uh, show. And it was about like they were holding up giant checks and they were like posing with cars and that sort of thing. And like in little kind of like 80s and 90s scoochie dresses, you know? I don't, but yeah, work. like big hair. I want I want it to be very evocative of the late well, 80s, early 90s. Yeah, big hair. Big hair is what I'm thinking of. Mm. Like huge hair. Um, number two is, and I don't understand this category. Category two is before and after. I did not understand it at all. And then the example that Rue gave was, think Diana, Diana Ross Matthews. So obviously Diana Ross is glamorous icon of the ages. And Ross Matthews is... A comedian. So is that like, is that before and after, as in like in in the past and in oh, the future? Before and after you win. Uh, before you're after your win on Wheel of Fortune, so you come in in like a tracksuit, and then you go in like no, because she said Diana Ross Matthews as the example. But I'm thinking like come in. I mean Ross Matthews is actually a very glamorous gentleman, isn't he? But like in my mind, 
without more of a brief. maybe it's a blend of two it's a blend of two character personalities i actually think he might be a reveal it's kind of like come in in something that would be great go out in something highly glamorous like i've got my million dollars now this is what i'm wearing well, you know, we, yeah, this is what we think. Number three, the third category is the real of fortune eleganza made from scratch. Which is what I'm most excited about. So they have to make it from those. You know, when you go to the, like, the the Tesco's or the Audi or the corner shop and you buy those Familiar, yeah. little scratchies to yeah. win, like, prizes, you have to get three matching numbers yeah. and then you win it. That's a scratch. So they have to <laughs> use those cards to make a dress. <gasps> fantastic yeah yeah very, so it has to be made from scratch <laughs> joking it's just me made from scratch now watch a scratch they have to spin the wheel now the wheel determines which exotic vacation destination will be their color inspiration and this is really really fun i love this just give the girls a color and do they can do what they can within that color scheme shay gets white should i just say the colors because the point saying where it's from because it's all about the color Shit, yeah, White Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, so I've been there. Me and Juju, we went there. I have there. not been there. I went to Dover. So Juju, who's my friend from New Zealand, came over. She's like, "I want to go to Dover to see the White Cliffs of Dover." Uh-huh. And I was like, "What the hell is there?" And apparently, it's from all the bird shit. No, it's not from the bird shit. It's from. It's a joke, Tom. It's a joke. <laughs> I got really defensive. Wow. <laughs> it's a bit like no, it's the limestone. Uh, no, the White Cliffs of Dover. So Juju and I went there and I'm like, okay. And then we took this long train ass from London to the White Cliffs of Dover. And then we got there and then we saw it and it was like all two seconds. And then I was like, now what? And then she was like, oh, let's just drink. So then we, just, so then we spent like two hours, three, three, okay, four hours in the pub drinking till the train came to take us back home. Because well, it took us like two seconds to see the- drunkenly off the cliffs. Yeah, that's the main issue there, I would say. Oh, and I also had a pie. <laughs> They had, they had a fish and chip shop there with a pie. Was it a good pie? It was a great pie. It was, oh, great. A, it was, okay. a, it was a pie. So, you know, Shay's <laughs> got the white clips of Dover. So, basically, Shay's got the color white. I think that'll look amazing on Shay's skin tone. Jinx has the color lavender. Monet's got the emerald. Jada has black. Raj has got golden. Evie has Raj pink. Raj has lucked out there with gold. Yeah. Evie's got pink. Vivian's got blue. Mm-hmm. And Trinity has red. For yeah. filth, are you red? E, e for me. E. So these are the colors that the girls got. What color would you have wanted? Gold. It's the one you can have the most drag fun with. Like Pippa La Beja. Uh, absolutely. That's what I'd be going for. I think gold, and I think they're dressed from um Lalaree. What else is in there that I think could be cool? Lavender is always fun. Rabinder, Rabinder is always fun. It, it that it, uh, like a nice pastely purple you can have a lot of fun with. I'd be, it'd be like you know chiffon and tulle and like lots of layers of like flowy pastels. That that's actually probably what I'd rather go for. Hmm. Before we get to see what these girls do with these materials and what they create and the kind of banter or whatever happens in the workroom, I want to just take it back. Let's talk about where these queens came from in terms mm-hmm. of their sewing challenges, their design challenges in their own seasons, okay? There's a lot to, to think To give us an idea here. who we think are going to do well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's start with Raja. I mean, when we talk about fashion, Raja's always going to be the first name that comes out. Raja. Raja really, really. Season three. Up there. This girl, this queen, this woman, 
knows thou her pronouns are thou, thou. thou she knows her fashion she can construct a garment and she can do so out of conventional or unconventional materials so let's think of her season raja um did the christmas challenge and she won that with her vivian westwood uh kind of mulled wine at christmas type look so good so inventive so chic gorgeous silhouette agreed she won the cake cake cakes ball <gasps> tom Okay, cake cakes. Cake cakes. Like, please. Cake cake cakes. We're not look we're not having a cake In the privacy okay. of our house, yes, but not while we're filming, Tom. <laughs> RuPaul, let's never have a cake cable. Um Raja, um she won it. Uh, with her chocolate lava cake look and she did look beautiful a lot of people criticized i didn't like it the visible panniers which were a bit i think it was camera angle i don't know how visible they were from above i will say who did amazingly that episode was overlooked was jara sophia i liked her look better i liked her look better and cecily matthews in uh, red velvet couture uh the money ball look from Raja. She did amazingly, but did not win that one. I will say her look is stunning. It's absolutely stunning. Bloody amazing. Again, she she knows her silhouette. She plays with silhouettes. She gives us something different every time. And the the the, the hair, the she hair really costume. She could have won, but Manila won that one. And she also did very well. The hair one? No, no, the, the money one, Manila one. Okay. But the hair one, Raja won. It's tall. It's tall. I'm telling I'm the, you, it's dual. I'm the Nancy Drew or drag. I'm gonna get to the bottom with Shangela. She she done. She done. Come Where on, then? Miss Two Two Two. What's that? Yeah. Well, what I did is I, you know, I, I scraped. You know, I rubbed mm-hmm. off the. Oh, so that's tool. Oh, come on, Miss Two Two Tool. I mean, so so one, funny. The, um, the brilliant thing about Raja being in season three is that Raja came from an era of drag. Before the commercial world wanted in, before the people wanted to yeah. throw money at it, Raja was part of the kingdom of drag race. They had to work to get to get companies and 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 all these entrepreneurs involved yeah. to get the money in, which is why a lot of their challenges were self-created. They had to make their own fashion. Now these days, you see queens coming in wearing, I mean, if you're Shay, wearing original. Actual Valentino Couture oh, you, on the runway. You see a lot of queens coming in that designers I, have I made things for them. I think we should give that a moment, actually, because that was a first. Last week, I was like, I don't... This looks... It's like not a, a first. We just had um, season 13 wearing was, the original J-Lo. I'd hate to be a snob, but I think that was ready to wear. She said it was J-Lo's. It was ready to wear, not Couture. Okay. Um, not being a snob, but J Lo and who who was a fan of the pod, I apologise. I'm sorry, J Lo. No, but like that was actual Valentina Couture, and oh, she looks so stunning. Anyway, um, Raja, Raja, I've got high hopes for this episode. Like this is Raja's to lose in many ways. This is the queen of construction challenges. Yeah, she's won three out of four on her original season. Yeah, I mean. It is hers to lose, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. We got the Vivian. Oh, God, he created that amazing, that black number with the VCR yeah. tapes fashion. I've got high hopes for Viv as well. So Viv, we only ever saw in one construction challenge, but it was very, very good. She was in the top three in that episode. Uh, Davina De Campo won that episode, and Crystal was up there. Crystal was very good too. Do you remember her kind of... Yeah, with the hoop. 
the uh, the, the volleyball yeah 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 the thingy. balls yeah, yeah. that's so good but Viv was great too she created this really interesting silhouette with the cricket pads and the VCR tapes really great job so I'm expecting good things from Viv based on that challenge we never really saw her make anything she might have made some of the makeover looks but we don't know we can't really count that the queen of fashion is Monet in the sponge dress. Do you remember that? Oh, the sponge dress lives on forever in all of our memories. I mean, really, there were so many problems with the sponge dress when you think of kind of like silhouette. And the concept was there. The ex- execution was not. She ran out of sponges halfway down. It looks like a mini dress with like a, a weird extension at the bottom. Like it was iconic, but it was not a well-made garment. She's tripping over it. She swallowed up her shape. It's ugly. Let's let's just call it us. It's ugly. I mean, Monet... it's iconic, but it's ugly. How dare she's like and these these white balls? That's the foam, and then look at my earrings, and this is the water. And she was just like, she, I was just creating something out of nothing. <laughs> I will say, she also ended up in the bottom. T- well, she evaded the bottom two of the sponge dress, but she ended up in the bottom two for the last ball on earth. She made that Martian look. I think her mistake there was using a really difficult material. Now, it was this weird padded material that ended up looking like a roasted red pepper, right? Yeah. She looked like a lovely pepper, lovely capsicum that had been put in the oven. <laughs> Grilled with some couscous with a bit of char, with a bit of char. (laughs) But can we just say that they gave birth to one of the most iconic lip syncs? Such a good lip sync. Ring the alarm. That fake. I remember. You know, you know that something is. His, you know someone's made history mm. when you know exactly where you were when it happened uh-huh. I remembered you? exactly where I was when it happened it was Troxy do you remember in London you came uh-huh. to watch me perform at Troxy I, I was at a cafe next to Troxy before rehearsals uh-huh. I was I had my laptop uh-huh. no I had my phone and I was having breakfast before it was like early because I was waiting you know because it was I think the the venue didn't open until about for example twelve uh-huh. or ten ten o'clock. So I got there earlier because I didn't know where it was. So I go to a cafe next door and I was like, okay, I'll catch up on the latest Drag Race while I eat my breakfast. And I remember watching that lip sync and literally when she did that fake that music so makes good. me ha oh, 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 oh before that with the fake one when she did that I screamed <laughs> in in that cafe at eight in the morning screamed and everyone was like i know exactly oh. where i was just they're like oh another homosexual has seen monet's lip sync okay <laughs> so that's how you know that that lip sync lives for rent free in everyone's mind i mean i'm looking at the picture and do you know what it's a good idea the silhouette's not bad the construction is really off so the, what i'm hoping is monet is she feels like such a contender this season she's done so well in the first two episodes I just hope she took a sewing class. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Evie Oddly? Evie, there were three opportunities to make a look in her season. So there's the opening episode where they gave boxes themed after girls from previous seasons, and she got the Alaska box. Um, there was the kind of organic materials like farmyard. Which one. I love. Yeah, that was a good challenge. And then there was also the kind of like Halloween ball. So I'm looking at her looks and what I generally feel with these looks is like really fun ideas, very inventive, but mixed execution. What do you think? 
I think that I really love the the red, yellow, like underbelly of a dragon lava look. Hawaiian sunset. I love that look. So that look is beautiful. And if 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 Evie achieves that this episode, then she's in with such a good chance. Oh, sorry. you you can turn that off for a start. <laughs> what was that alarm for? <laughs> My diet coke is cold enough <laughs> to take out of the freezer. Okay. But go but on. Would you like to go get it? No, no, I can <laughs> wait. I can wait. Okay. I can wait. Thank you. That look is beautiful and reminiscent of the iconic uh, Roxy Andrews licorice dress. It also gives me who else did the underbelly Nikki doll in the ball challenge is a similar silhouette and color scheme. No, there's someone else who did it. Was it Acid Betty? Oh in the, yeah, in the reunion. Did. You might also be thinking of um, Sasha Bell, aka Frisbee Jenkins. No, I'm thinking Acid Betty in the re- in the reunion. That was very uh, dragon. Did you? Oh, did you not come for me in Antarctica? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm thinking of. I'll be Thank in the car you. park. Um, so the other two, I can kind of take or leave a little bit. The Alaska one, fun idea. I wasn't super duper overwhelmed with the execution. And the voodoo doll one was fun. It was fun and it was like a nice dress. It was very like middle of the road for me. I mean, she can make things with things. What I want is for Evie to achieve that. That middle one. That Hawaiian, that Hawaiian sunset, sunset, yes. natural look. Go for that. Evie. Now, Shea Kool Aid did, um, obviously, in season nine, they had a few challenges, didn't they? It was more than one. I think Shay has a great track record when it comes to balls and corruption challenges. So, in her season, they had the the funny sort of princess with a sidekick one. She was deemed safe, but she actually made like a really, really cool mermaid silhouette yeah. gown. Agree. Agree. She kind of should have been high, I think. And then the other one that she made was that kind of that construction look with when she kind of created that. What do you call that? It was that, the gayest ball on earth, and it was YMCA. It was um, village people themed. So yeah, it was construction worker, but it was so good. It was such a like uh, she's on the runway. It's fashion. Um, it's so so fun. Um, she's really turned a construction worker into something chic, wearable with drama. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. I thought, and she did win that challenge. Shay for me is someone up there. Shay's Shay can do well. Shay will do well. The other one that she did was the backyard ball challenge. Okay, but she did not win that. Um, Miss Cracker won that one, but Shay was a close second, if you ask me. She was in that kind of like Lily from Tekken's bridal look, but in like oh, in all stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that five with the. It was like white with a, a bit of blue. It's very something. bridal. It's like it remember, was a bridal. Also bridal outfit. Yeah, but <gasps> do you remember Lily from Tekken in uh, like? Are you thinking Nina? Nina Williams? No, 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 no. Lily had a bridal look in like her first or second iteration, and it was like a funny like BDSM bride, but in white, um, with like a big veil and stuff. Anyway, but that crossed with kind of like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and that was Shay's look. Hold on, Shay's got white. For this episode, she got the white clover, the, the cl- white clover Dover. Uh-huh. She got white again. Do you think she'll struggle with that? No, I think because if I was the first thing I'd think of if I got white as a wedding dress. Yeah, I do see what you mean. I, she'll she'll need to avoid that repetitiousness. Yeah, so that'll be something to hold well, in mind. Same season, Shay. I'm um, sorry, Trinity the Tuck. 
So Trinity won that little princessy challenge. Um, was she the best thing on the runway? Maybe not the absolute best, but it was her um character the and character performance. Was great. And she had a reveal. When I think Trinity the Tuck season nine um in construction, the, I see it as though it's I saw yesterday. I, the whole the the cop look, the black cop look with that the visor and the badge and, and the badges and the pins. Do you remember that? It was like sexy Robocop. That's it. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of Trinity and design challenges. I think Trinity, I think one of her challenges when it comes to looks, sometimes she's so, so chic and beautiful and elegant. And sometimes she just really needs to edit. Um, and I think the Robocop... A drag queen? <laughs> giving too much? I know, oh I know. Oh my God. The, the cop look was just about enough drag, if you ask me. Um, she edited just enough, but included all the elements. She's capable of really good things. Absolutely. Now, Jada. Jada, season 12. We, we only have one true example. But it is a good example. Such a good example. And it's that white bubble look. It's like she is a glamorous, desperate housewife, oh, oh, real housewife oh. in a bubble bath in oh. her huge tub. And she gets, a, 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 you know, someone knocks on the door and she answers it. She's got all these bubbles around it. And she though? puts her hair in an updo. 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 Who's at the door? Is it her escort? Is it her lover? Is it a delivery man the delivering a Cartier bracelet? It's, no, it's Shangela. Is it Shangela? In a box. <laughs> it's Shangela in a box, Tom. And she's... Uh, Hallelujah! Disappointed that Shangela because she wanted that Cartier bracelet. Um, it's a great look. It was a great so look she, she created. Could have won that episode. So Gigi won that episode, and it's ever slightly controversial because a lot of people really loved uh, Jada's final final look more, the constructed look. Mm. Um, but there we go. I love it. I love it. Now there the last, go. the last. She's queen. one to watch if you ask me. In this one, she's one to watch. The last queen is Jinx Monsoon. Now Jinx got two looks that they had to construct. She did. She did. The first one is the lovely outfit with the things hanging off her. Arm. Well, I, I think so. This was the dumpster diving first. Episode. I like the look that she created. It's actually good, and she was safe, and probably deservedly so because there were better looks in a way. But I think her inspiration was what a way to go. Um, the uh, film with the amazing um, Edith Head costume design. Um, and there's a specific look with like scarfy bits on the sleeves that I think she's referencing. Now, Jinx's only bottom two placement in her season was for the Sugar Ball. Which is the, um, the, the red and white candy look, the red and white stockings and the red and white corset and the hoop skirt that she took off. <laughs> Thank the Lord. She and then that to. kind of... That hair, you actually made like a slight pukey noise then when you that hair art veil, whatever it was. You see, I can see her points of reference because she said it was Alexander McQueen Candyland at Christmas. Whenever a queen throws things together (laughs) and they want to make a fashion, they just say, "That's a very Alexander McQueen." No, they usually say Vivian Westwood. Sorry, oh, you're right, Vivian Westwood. What she was going for, Alexander McQueen, was the antlers because um, there's a really specific Alexander McQueen look. I forget which year. but it was it, there were antlers and like veils and like netting and stuff, and I do think that's where that idea came from. Uh, and the rest of it was just like hodgepodge, hodgepodge, Whoville, 
craziness. The best thing about this look was that it gave us, like Monet, yes. a very memorable lip sync. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. She, she took out detox. You do know the story about that, though, don't you? Yes. They, they switched out the songs at the last minute. Yes. So the last minute for this lip sync between detox. It was supposed to be... On Vogue. On Vogue. Yeah. Um, don't, don't Let Go. Let go. Yeah. It was supposed to be Don't Let Go. And um, they switched the last minute to that song, which is a song that all the queens know was in Jinx repertoire mm-hmm. because she kept singing it in the workroom. So, yeah, production got involved. That's why Detox is so bitchy in that Untucked. Because the writing was on the wall. The writing was on the wall. So she, she was, was like, she was like, I, I don't blame her. Remember, like people are like, oh, she's so bitchy. But you have to also have to remember that Detox was a name. Detox came in there with a reputation and also a reputation to actually, she, she had something to lose, which was face and reputation, whereas, yeah. she, whereas Jinx didn't. So going into here and people are against you after, after she worked her ass up, not when you're working your when you're working your way to being something in the drag world mm-hmm. at season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, when it wasn't the cool thing, when it wasn't, you know, people people are doing. Been auditioning for years as well. You can see her in the line in season three when they were doing the auditions. I mean, it was she just had a lot to lose, and like, of course, you'd be angry when people are working against you. But yeah, there are so many interesting aspects of the edit of season five as well, like. Oh, Jinx has said Detox actually helped her a lot. Um, like, there was a point when production asked her to, in inverted commas, fix her makeup, and Detox refused to do that. But Jinx has said that she did otherwise help her. And somebody else, I think she said Lanasia Sparks, actually, like, helped her. But Jinx has also said that she loves the edit in the sense that it was helpful to her, but she felt typecast by it. And there were lots of comebacks from Jinx standing up for herself, not being a meek little victim mm. because she's not, she's a tough girl um, that were cut out. Well, I, I mean, I've, I've said it before. If you're a new listener, this is, you've probably even heard me say this. So I will gladly say it again. Jinx Monsoon says she only cried once. Yeah. But they cut it up and used it in so many episodes <laughs> to make it look like she cried nearly every. She said she cried once, and she said she actually didn't have that much beef with Roxy. Yeah. She had more beef with Pokemon Trees. But the editing made it look like it was her versus Roxy. Mm-hmm. So you know we we talk about this a lot. You know we give the shady award, the um the um what do we call it the the fag, the fag. What do we call it? What did the, you call me? Uh, the award, the Thag Awards. The Pufter Awards. The Pufter Awards. We always go with the Pufter, the, the, um, the, the Pufter Awards. We always give the shady, the, the shade um, award to the producers because they're the ones who really are the masterminds. Absolutely. We're really controlling everything. Anyway, these are all the girls. This is where they come from so that we know about them going into this. I already can say, for me, this is Raja's to lose, but who else is up there? I'm going to say Jada. Yep. The Vivian. And Shay. And Shay, fine, and but Shea. but more Shay, sorry, but more Vivian, and completely agree Jada. on Viv. Yeah. Viv. Viv is fab, and there's no bottoms. Yay, great no bottoms. party, no bottoms. party, party. All right, should we watch a bit more? 
it's time for us to get into the looks. Remember, there are three looks. The first look is Vanna White Realness, and we're starting off with Jinx Monsoon. Talk to me. We are indeed. So Jinx is um, giving me more kind of like witchy Stevie Nicks energy mm, in mm, this runway. Mm. I mean, she looks beautiful. It's unusual to see Jinx as a blonde, especially a light blonde like this, but she's back combed that hair. I think the era they're supposed to be going for is kind of like late 80s, early 90s. Um, to me, this is kind of like more mid-80s Stevie Nicks, especially with like the wizard sleeves, the chiffon. Um, I think she looks beautiful. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. It is. I'm not 100% sure it's on theme at all. Uh, well, it's black, it's got length, it's material, it's draping, it's shimmer, it's chic with a nice red inside. Oh. The big thing for me is, and I think we're going to see it, uh, it's going to be Trendler, is that the the biggest telltale of Vanna White and also of that, that time and that TV production era is going to be the hair. The hair has to be 90s. If you did not empty a whole can of hairspray into your hair, were you even alive? Yeah, that's it. Um, if you haven't created a few ozone layer holes, um, <laughs> directly responsible. walk straight off that runway. <laughs> if you're directly responsible <laughs> for the hole in the ozone layer, why are you born? There, here it is. Um, I, I think Jix looks beautiful, but I want to see her spin around and sing Seven Wonders rather than... Um, I like the look. I like the look. It's beautiful. I just, I don't think she's 100% on the theme. Shay? Lovely. It's a lovely. It's I see she summer. I feel again. shoulders. She's showing breasts. I love the shape. It's dancely. She the bow in the so... front. I love the colour. Don't get me wrong, she looks beautiful, but again, I'm not hundred percent sure it's of the era. To me, she's giving more like sixties Balenciaga vibes. Um the the shoulder detail, the bow at the front, it's floor length. She looks so, so beautiful, so lovely. I'm just not hundred percent sure it's on theme. Okay. Um, and I'm not an expert on Vanna White, but like I was alive in the late 80s and early 90s, very much so. Um, so like, again, I think she misfired on the vibe and it, her hair was gorgeous, natural black hair in this stunning updo. But she's giving me beautiful woman going to, um, yeah, like a, a Balenciaga show in the 60s. She's not giving me like 90s game show hostess. Okay. I love the look, but if it, if, it, if it's not the category, it's not the category. If it does not fit, you must quit. Okay. okay. Uh, Monet. What do you think about Monet's look? For me, I think, I don't think they would ever show that much leg on television. <laughs> that's what, all I was thinking. I mean, she's got beautiful legs, lovely thighs. I think that's more red carpet 90s, maybe uh, red carpet 80s. So I think Monet's dress is the right era. I think her hair is beautiful but a little too flat for the era that's what i was thinking yeah it's so a bit flat the hair is lovely it really frames her face she's so pretty um but needs to be back combed to the heavens the dress itself gives me like a very like mid-90s mugler thing which i think might be like a point of reference for this style of glamour okay like high slit um asymmetry couture I think that the front Sequins. was a bit boxy and not, not enough not enough shape, but it's it's cute, it's cute. So, Jada's look, I think, is just blimmin' stunning. I think Jada is our first girl to hit the nail on the head because she's got this blonde backswept big hair. She's got very nineties glamour, very lots of interest in the neckline, she's got a thigh slit, lots of 
Jules, Diamante, embellishment. I think Jada has nailed it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I I love this look. It's gorgeous. It's fashion, and I love the structure of it. It's just it's just lovely. Speaking of girls who've nailed it, Raja really nailed it. So Raja was alive and working and knew what the hair of this era was about. Raja was probably like, because I always think about hair. I'm no hair expert, but like tools have become available and techniques have become available over decades and generations and people worked with what they had and in the 90s it's basically can we just like blow dry back comb and hairspray this to the hilt yeah. to make it as big as possible raja has nailed it the texture everything looks so perfect and of the era yeah um the makeup she's done is fantastic that like slightly tasteless pink lip fantastic so tasteless that it's tasteful I love it. And this indigo dress is stunning. That one sleeve, the asymmetry, the bow placement, the thigh slit. Raja is perfect. Yeah. Raja has gone beyond what Jada provided and is perfect. Evie walks out in something that is a very Evie interpretation of the theme, I think. Do I get 90s game show hostess from this? No. Do I think she looks beautiful? Yes. I like her giant Ariel from The Little Mermaid hair. It's enormous and it's stunning. I like the dress a lot, but again, I don't really think it's of the era. I agree. But I, I think the hair is huge and it's beautiful. And the bigger the hair, the closer to God. It's lovely. <laughs> Definitely. She's very close to God. Viv, I think, has probably got it more than most. Even though, well, I don't, you know... She's not an American girl, but I th- we did have a nine, you know, a British version of this in the UK. That baby pink velour is so so pretty. I think the hair is just big enough. Um, I think the Viv looks really really good. Yeah, it's cute. It's comfortable. It's peachy. I mean, it's it's correct. And then I think Trinity's nailed it. I think this hair is so like like PC and it it really really looks like crunchy and like there's so much hairspray in it I love it the hair is perfect the, the, again the dress is very like post Mugler 90s glamour if anything she looks a bit too expensive to be in a 90s game show I think um, but so so good that dress looks heavy it looks like it's about to fall I off I mean, her. It's, it's rhinestone. She camouflaged with the background, though. <laughs> she really, you really did. But the, the, the details, the hair not being perfect, the, the details is just flawless here. All I can say about this runway is that they all looked beautiful, but some, to my mind, fit the theme a lot better than others. And the girls who hit, really hit the nail on the head were like Raja, Trancy, Jada, uh, probably Viv. Okay. Yeah. Now, for the second look, we finally find out what the runway's about. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> this look, I mean, it took so much mental gymnastics, but basically everything's a pun. It's like a two-part pun. It, Rue did explain it, but like not that well, really. Like, Diana Ross Matthews, it would have to be equal parts Diana Ross and Ross Matthews, and that has to be like a word so in the middle. That connects them. That connects Vanna White Party. Yeah. So... I I had to work really really hard for this runway. I I was entertained but exhausted. Um, what's the is it Perry from Little Mix? What's your last name? Perry Edwards. Perry Wiggs. Perry Edwards. Perry Edwards. Yeah. So for, like Katie Perry Edwards. That's a good one. That's, that's, that's one, isn't well it? Well done, you. Well yeah. done. Well done. Yeah. Or 
I I would do like um, Blessed Madonna Ciccone. Um, so let's go on to the first one. The first oh, one is uh, moving on there. We got um, we got Jinx, and she's got whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda. So obviously it's Baby Jane and Jane Fonda. Yes, let's talk. So this is enjoy highly enjoyable, very very Jinx. So we're seeing a combination. Obviously Betty Davis's iconic character as as Baby Jane with a very Barbarella um, interpretation of Jane Fonda. This is like a really cool outfit. It's quite cohesive, really, for a blending of such strange concepts. Bit of Pacaraban, white jumpsuit, giant hair, white-out makeup. Looks very, very cool. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Shea Coulee. So Shea Coulee is like gold tooth fairy. Um... I think Shay looks really, really cool. This for me was like like slightly less high concept than Jinx's. The the she's wearing like this yellow ruched dress. There's the gold wings. There's lots of like fun details like the gold watch uh gauntlets. Um but I wasn't like feeling the concept as much as Jinx. I don't know about you. I, I didn't get the concept yet, but I, I thought she looked stunning. She looks so I think pretty. she looks really pretty. Love the braids. Um, next up, we have Monet Exchange. Um, Monet looked um, fantastic. She was doing uh, Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Um, so um, it was it was obviously Bob's iconic, like Lee Bowery inspired, like paint splatter neon runway. Wretched. It was wretched drag. I, I like. I think that was like Bob's least ratchet runway. It was very high art. It was very Lee Bowery. It was very high fashion. Um, I do not know what Michelle was talking about that episode. Um, but like combined with Queen Elizabeth II, so it's like really, really fun because she's got the paint spots, she's got the neons, but like combine it with like Queen Elizabeth's classic color blocking silhouette. Um, very, very good. I thought this was very good for Monet. It's iconic because it's Bob and I love Bob and it's ugly, which, you know, which means it is definitely Bob. It was not ugly. I love... <laughs> This was, it was avant-garde. I love Bob. I love Bob. I loved the look. And I, I felt like this was um, Monet reading her sister. If there's anyone who's allowed to mock Bob, it's Monet. So I, Monet's coming out. I felt she was simultaneously reading and, and loving her. Well, reading is, oh, it yeah. comes from love. It comes often, from love. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, we've got Jada. Now, Jada's got this, be- I don't know, it's Black Sand Beat. Sorry, not Black Sand. No. It's a Bag Lady in Red. Bag Lady in Red. So the silhouette is like this, well, it's a scarlet gown that's sort of built out of like bags and pockets. Um, To me, I'm just seeing like Angela Bassett. I'm seeing like this beautiful black woman who's just like walking out in this actually quite chic dress. What do you think? It's it's bags everywhere. It's actually, it it looks really good. I think she could just wear anything and make it look stunning. And she's got the pockets and the bags in the right places that bulk her out like padding. Mm-hmm. But in the in the waist, it's, there's nothing there. And it just, it just squeezes in. And it's just, it creates a lovely, um, a, a lovely dancerly kind of shape. Dancerly. Dancerly. The and dancerly. it's just like an hourglass. I wouldn't be surprised if Jada had made this and brought it onto the show because she's such a talented seamstress. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But I completely agree with you that the pockets are just in exactly the right place to create that silhouette. 
Now, Raja is Olivia Newton, John Waters. So I loved this and was disappointed in Equal Measures because she she's done a fantastic Bad Sandy from Greece look, but the John Waters element is so lost. I don't know if it's studio lights or if just the, the moustache is just too finely drawn. All I see is like a heavy lip liner. I don't see the John Waters element. I can see the... It's so tiny, but it's you're right. It looks like the outline, uh, the the lip liner. Again, things need to read from a stage, and the reason why people in theater, to mm. uh, you know, when you see them up front off the stage, you're like, whoa, that's a bit much. But it's because it <laughs> needs because um that those those lines need to read. Uh, um, from afar, and not from not just from afar, because the light washes the lighting on the stage washes out a lot of things. So I think she, I think it's washed out the massage. The massage. I can't. I can't see it. I can't that, see it. That's it. All, all I can see is like quite a gorgeous bad sandy. Um, it's unfortunate. I I do wonder if maybe she could have amped up the John Waters element in some of the way like she could have combined bad sandy with like a character from crybaby or something or given us some sort of sort of divine-esque twist something like that cardi evie's doing cardi b arthur which i think for me this is my favorite because she comes out like arthur b arthur and then she has a reveal and the wig comes off the trench coat opens and she is pure cardi b ratchet Kill party with the tongue out and the twerking and the twerk and the more twerking and the braids. It's just, it's my favorite. I agree. It's so, so good. And actually the only reveal I think that we saw. Mm -hmm. um, so I I think this is top marks at EV. And I, I think you've you've wrapped it up in a neat little yes, bit. Yes, I have. I have yeah. nothing else to add. The verb has got Princess Diana Ross. I like this a lot. Which made me laugh. I'm a really big fan of irreverence, especially when it comes to the royal family. Um, and Lady Diana, she was a truly wonderful person, but there's a, there is a humour to be derived from the reverence to which she was held and sort of the queen of hearts and kind of, you know, the princess of the people and that kind of thing. Um, it's, it's kind of like a little bit of a, a mocking of that, that kind of like uber sincerity that's directed towards her. Um, so Viv does her kind of like little under the fringe look perfectly when she comes out. I'm oh, absolutely. So, so, like, so over the moon with that. That shy kind of looking down and then looking back up. And so, so funny. She performs the hell out of it. And the look itself is a reference to Lady Di's engagement look, engagement announcement look with uh, with with uh, Prince Charles. And the hair is pure Diana Ross. So then this she... Guy. Yeah, and then she she she's clearly like amped it up with a bit of like a disco vibe, and she performs in this very like uh, yeah uh, Diana Ross at the Super Bowl kind of vibe. The hair bounce, the the prancing, very very good. I it's good times, great. but very good from the Viv. There was the performance for me was the best thing. Yeah, she delivered. Diana. She I mean, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Lastly, we got Trinity, who's doing RuPaul Charles the Second. This is a really interesting one. Obviously, it's always really ballsy to be RuPaul in front of RuPaul. Um, so, yeah, we see the RuPaul elements with the swept over hair, um, the big tall kind of overskirt train. And then it's kind of like mixed with this kind of like Stuart era um, 
royalty kind of vibe um with the the kind of knickerbockers and the the blouson um i i think this is this is a fun and audacious look um i just think that the clown makeup paired with the i, I just think that the some of it, in order to capture RuPaul, should have at least had a glamorous face and hair, and then the rest could have been um, Charles II. But um, it's only the wig, and I just don't feel like... I don't know. I do agree that the the clownish element with the kind of like down points and the eye makeup doesn't add anything. It does. It should have, yeah. the Stuarts weren't really known for troweling on the slap. That was more the Georgians. Um, who really like you know put on the the powder and the rouge and the lipstick and the eyeliner and the beauty spots? She should have kept the whole face and the wig, RuPaul, stunning, fierce mm. perfection, and then had the Charles the Second from the neck down, um, and performed it as Charles the Second because she looks more like RuPaul and Alpha, and that would have for me been a better way of meshing the two. It was an audacious, it was an audacious attempt. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're on to the actual created looks. Yeah, and these are the where we place the most importance on because they created it. Yep. Let's start off with Jinx and Lavender. Jinx and Lavender. So it's a very Grecian silhouette to me. Um, she's got this kind of elaborate bust with the detail all up there and then the flowing kind of chiffon elements dropping down. There are bits... There are bits that I like. There are bits that I don't like quite as much. I think the silhouette's nice. Um, I think the detailing mm-hmm. with the braiding and the kind of applique are nice. There's this new delusion on the sleeves that doesn't quite match her skin tone, unfortunately. Um, and I don't get the visor. I don't get the visor. The visor detracts because it's a very historical silhouette. Mm-hmm. The visor gives me futurism and it's a bit jarring, unfortunately. I do think this colour is beautiful on Jinx's skin tone. So you see Grecian inspired. I see Greek tragedy. Oh, God. Um, she's a monsoon, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this outfit proves that um, she is a competent snatch gamer contestant. Look, it's lavender. It's hanging off her body like a dress. And I think it's all she wanted. And that's what I'm seeing. I will I'm sure say, she's happy for it. Our expectations are high. And in the the kind of pantheon of looks that Jinx has created, this is one of the better ones. Jinx said it in the beginning. More money begets better drag. <laughs> and more money has gotten her the better drag. But at the end of the day, Jinx is doing Jinx. And it's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely. But we, it's- love, we love Jinx. And this out... I'm going to say this outfit is okay. It's not tragic. I think it's okay. Sure. Sure, Jen. Now, Shay, with the color white, has created another wedding gown. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, Shay, she spoke at length about her desire to avoid a similar bridal silhouette, but just succumbed to it in the end because she was given white. And I, I do see where she's coming from. Like, it's kind of like the obvious thing to do. I think she created a really, really pretty dress. Um, again, another like column sort of silhouette, but with, like this lovely sweetheart neckline. She's used a lot of the tool, the tool, um, to create this veil. Um, I think she actually looks great. I think Shay looks absolutely great. Yeah. 
um, vaguely evocative for me of kind of like maybe kind of like Chanel or like Gautier bridal, but also reminds me of that Galliano mummy look a little bit. Um, so yeah, like a real blend of influences there, but she, she looks really beautiful. I think Shay's so talented and has such a fashion knowledge. She can't really go wrong in these challenges. I like the look. I I mean, it's one of those looks that you probably will appreciate more closer up because a lot of the detail gets lost with just a lot of the white. Um, but from what I do see, it's a great look. It's, I mean, it's, it's lovely. It's I think lovely. she looks really great. I think she looks really great. Um, next up, we have uh, Monet Change. Um, so, I mean, what can I say about Monet? But she's like the leprechaun hoe of Studio 54, <laughs> you know? Uh, she's got these harrying pants with the cut out. She's got the separate at the top. I like it. I like Do this. Do you know what? I'm going to say for, for Monet, this is a win. It's a read. <laughs> I like it. I want to see your lip sync in it. I think it's fun. I it's, it's, I love the movement. Yeah. It's very disco. There's the scoop neck. There's the movement in the pants. She gave it a fun I can see this in Ireland. <laughs> She's a ghetto leprechaun. <laughs> Come on. Where have you ever seen a ghetto leprechaun? It's a unique concept. She went somewhere with it. It's like, you know, I think she took a bit of inspiration from Halston and there's something like classic Studio 54. It's kind fun. I love designers. it. I like it. I like it. She it's looks cute. lovely in that red fro. I gotta say. Yeah. Gotta say. Jada looks just. I think Jada looks absolutely stunning. Jada's giving me Mortal Kombat meets like um, Queen of the Damned in this kind of like pleather look with all the detail in the shoulders. Right. This is very very clever and very very good and very very dare I say sexy. I mean, can I say, can it, I say is, sexy? it is. I mean, I wrote sexy. I wrote devilish. It's and it's. I wrote fantasy. This is people pay to be abused <laughs> by women who look like this, and she created the outfit. Jada, this is an OnlyFans account on on Absolutely. the runway. You know, this is an collect your money. Get Do your not coin. miss this yeah. opportunity. Get your coins. Paolo will give you money if you. Hit him with a riding crop. Is that what they're called? That's the thing that Trinity could not think what the, it was called. <laughs> I'm just really vanilla. At the time, I'm just very pure. And Raja coming out in this beautiful She's giving us golden. all the pepper labeja we need. Yeah. But also, um, so I, I think Raja's done a fantastic job. She's got all these ruffles and opulence up near the top. And then she's got this kind of like skimming column element going down from that. Uh, the silhouette is actually quite reminiscent. Do you remember when Beyonce wore the um, dress with the gold shoulder details and the black column element? It's Schiaparelli. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, can you picture it? Giant, giant, roughly gold oh, shoulders. Oh, yes, I do. I yeah. do. Is there when she walked around with, with Blue Ivy? I think so. Yeah. It could have been. Um, give me that and Pepper Labasia all rolled into one. I see it. I think Raja has killed it. I think this is so good. Um, Jada and Raja so far, 
a look oh, Shay looks great as well but they're giving me like more drama and opulence consider they made this yeah. they made this yes yes so so good Evie Evie got this pink this like powdery pink and it's <laughs> not in her wheelhouse to work with that colour scheme this like powdery baby pink and she said she's going to make it more punk I think Evie's created a really competent outfit in the sense that she made like this little mini dress and a cape i don't get punk i don't really get sweetness either what like what do you get i just for me it's just a blur that of of things that you can't see there's no detail and there's this there's nothing that just strikes you as 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 a garment or, or 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 fashion for me for me um, I just think that she, she's very lucky no one goes home because, let's be honest, this is a bottom outfit. I think Evie has such interesting ideas and concepts. And, like, sometimes she she's right on the money and she hits nail on the head and she creates this beautiful thing. I don't think this is one of those occasions, unfortunately. It's like a very pink mimic you. Mimic you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? I want to draw a couple of eyes on the front of her. That's it. That's, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. a very pink, blurry <laughs> mimic you. And I just, I just can't. Yeah. Let's move on to the Vivian in blue. Oh, it is chic. This is classy. This is a gown that is it's beautiful. Welcome to the all winner cycle. Can we talk about a vision? This color is so, so beautiful on her. This like powdery... It's not quite cerulean, is it? It's like like a. It's a, not cerulean. It's not leopard. It's, it's like actually a, <laughs> leopard. So it's a baby. A, and but it was Oscar de la Renta, wasn't he? He did a cerulean uh, <laughs> military jacket. So I think we need a jacket here. I think we need a jacket. Um, <laughs> um, cerulean quickly I, shot him to she's the. She's got this like silky um, thing going. This bardo neckline. This little kind of mermaid flare at the bottom. She shows off her shape beautifully. This is not an easy fabric to work with. <laughs> Says me the seamstress. Hey, in my experience, because the last time Tom was making a gown um, a few weeks ago, it was. I mean, come. I was, oh, uh, I used this blue silk. It was. Oh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we struggle with origami. Here we are talking about sewing. I, I struggle to get dressed full stop in the morning. <laughs> but she looks so stunning. No, but you know, silky fabrics, they show everything. They show every little lump and bump. And for her to look this stunning in this fabric. She made this. This is criminal. Amazing. I love it. Well done, Viv. Trinity in red. This is so interesting this is so interesting to me because i think a lot of really good work went into this but for my taste i'd edit it slightly yeah she needs a britney spears edit yes but that weave the weave she's scarlet witch she's ho scarlet witch right there there it is yeah 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 she is bondage scarlet witch scarlet witch but make it she's dominating (laughs) she's yeah. yeah Scarlet and make a dominatrix. Yeah. Um, There's a little shade of like Richard Quinn. There's a little shade of Gareth Pugh in there. These like British designers who have like fetishistic elements in there. Um, The cutouts, I will say, are very reminiscent of her princess runway. 
Okay. I think know? the I mean I think it's very creative. It's creative. And I think it's really creative and I, and I do like it. The only thing I, I mean for me I just think that it'll be better with the without the glasses but I I do like the look and I love how huge the hair is. I feel like I'm like going against you know we're always kind of like um Oh, to turn them to edit, but they're a drag queen and drag queens, you know, they've got a license to be opulent. I I do really like what I'm seeing, actually. I th- There's a lot to take in, but she's a drag queen. Yeah. Um, it's if, good. If, if, I, I, if I had control over this look, I would say, like, take out one little element, take out, like, one cut out. Or, as you said, the mask. Yeah. But then the Scarlet Witch element's gone if you take the mask. Chanel, or, Chanel, sees, Chanel sees it right here. Or like before you leave the house, take <laughs> yes. one thing off. But I've got to love the drag opulence of the whole affair. I love the monochromatic element. It's very Trinity. It's very Trinity. Overall, I think this is a super good job, and she does look gorgeous and drag and opulent. Uh, who are the top two? So this is so hard because for me, for me, there's at least five looks that I think are very, very good. I'm only going to judge it from what they created. And the other two for me were just like a, a, a cute Yeah, are preview. we going to ask a ball scoring system No, today? I'm just going to score it on the actual construction work. I'm going to agree with you because I don't think we are au fait enough with the Vanna White concept. Yeah. Judge that one that well. The second one was so... Speak for yourself, but okay, go off. The second one was so subjective as well. And yeah, so like I'm, high concept. I'm just going to judge it on what I see here. For me... The top, I mean, I see three looks here that are definitely worthy of winning. And it is um, Pepe La Beige, it's Raja. Yes, Pepe La Beige herself. The Viv yeah. and Jada. Those are my top three. I fully agree with you. They're my favorites on the runway. Raja, Jada and Viv. Let's just run with that. Yeah. Should we go with that? Yeah. The top two is Trinity the Tuck and Jada. Do we agree? Jada, definitely. Yep. Trinity... She's fab, she, and, and and she did do such a good job. Wasn't my first pick for the other girl in the top, but, but you know, that last look was actually, like, amazingly constructed. Yeah, I'm it not was. mad about it. She just wasn't my first choice for for the top two, but Jada totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the Viv and Raja definitely deserve Yeah, I think I just personal preference. A place. Yeah. I, I, I really liked Viv and Raja. I mean, looks. but you know, you know what? The, the sad thing is this could have been Trinity the Tuck's second gold star, mm. but now she's got one and now Jada has one. They're lip syncing to Green Light by Beyonce. By who? So, by Beyonce. By Tom. who? So <laughs> it's a great song, and I'm just going to say it straight away, the winner for me, it was absolutely 100% Jada. She gave me everything I needed. She was dancing, she was moving, she was on the on the floor being sultry, which is what Beyonce does. Mm. I really wanted to see more line work because, you know, that's the, I mean, it's what she does, um, live performances. It's, I think it's even on the clip, the lines, nah, nah, the, the lines, like the... Oh. That wow. kind of thing there. Just for viewers there's a, there's at a home, hierarchies doing hands, but <laughs> Bello's head is bobbing. But Jada, I think Jada absolutely won this for me. Jada gave me all the feels, and I, I, I think Trinity did a fab job. She kept up. I loved the interaction between them. It seemed fun, but Jada won this hands down. Do you know what? And we said it before. Trinity does this thing where she all, now she just really goes for comedy. 
And like I said, I want to see the Trinity the Tug that I saw in the season finale and the one that went up against Charlie Hyde, Mm. that ferocious performer that wasn't trying to rely on comedy and being funny too much. This was a song to be a fierce performer, not to try to be like, you know, like she's going to the, I think she was told she was funny and she was like, oh, am I funny? Now she tries to do it too much. I I do see where you're coming from. I think she did actually go for like conventional performance, hair flipping stuff in like maybe the first third of this performance. I, I think it takes a certain kind of high energy song to do what she did for, like, I want to go against Charlie High. Do you know what I mean? Like, she needs a certain But what tempo. about Stronger? I, I think That's that, not high tempo. Stronger it, Britney Spears. I'm not Tom. sure it translates to this song, per se. I do know where you're coming from. I do know where you're coming from. I would like to see that old school Trinity performance, hair flipping, forward rolling, giving me all the kind of, like, you know, punching the ghost, all that. But, um... Can I say something unpopular? That maybe you don't like. No, go on. They're punching the, the ghost dance move. I don't like. <laughs> I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's a nice... Uh, visually, it's... I mean, do you know what? Um, George just made something of it, and it's, you know, it's it's, it's, it's cute because it's hers, but it's... I don't even want to see that in choreography. I don't, wow. I don't even want to see that. Wow. Personal, that's just me. Wow. That's just... <laughs> L- listeners, you heard it here first. <laughs> Punch of the Ghost is cancelled. <laughs> Balor cancelled it today. It's no more. Do you, anyway, let's... Don't dare. Back, do to, the, dare but, back the to the lip sync. I know that Trinity is a fierce performer, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that this was bad. I'm just saying that I really want to see that fighter come back because i enjoyed that and i was hoping that this song would have been the song to bring it back to see that trinity that i saw i get what and you it mean. wasn't so I maybe i'm just personally i'm just sad because I, I really wanted to see it that's I, it i think jada gave us everything we needed and I, I feel like you need to stop attacking me when i get my opinions <laughs> i really feel like you're coming for me well yeah instead of punching the ghost maybe i should punch you <laughs> it's funny isn't it do we agree that jade is the winner well we're in agreement i don't okay. know what this conflict is yeah. about who are you fighting for yeah okay so and if jada does win who do you think she's going to block who do you think she should block i'll go first she needs to block monet <laughs> Mo- monet's done fantastically well and i think now yeah like what's likely to be next probably something more comedic or something oh, so could be like a musical, it could be a roast, it could be an acting it challenge. Could be a makeover. No, makeover are usually late season, but it might not apply in this this scenario. Would she block Shay again? Could you imagine? Because Shay, you're right. Shay is such an all rounder. Do you reckon she'd be like Shay? Sorry, girl, keep <laughs> sit down. It could be. There is this philosophy of blocking somebody who's already got a star, which I think is the best way to go. So, you but think also you think kind of... what what challenges are coming up? Ugh, I don't know. I think if we think the likeliest ones coming up, you know, things that happen, we have roasts, we have comedy acting challenges, and we have um, oh hi, Lavender, um, those sorts of things. I think it's more comedy, more performance. Like, give me a name. Oh, oh, oh um, Mo- Monet's a reasonable choice, actually, or Shay. Okay, yeah. I would block Monet. No, I would block Jinx. She, if it was me, Jinx scares me Jinx more. Jinx did say this episode, 
I've got out of the way the only thing I'm not good at. Yeah, Jinx gives me true. more. I will block Jinx. Let's have a see. We are correct. We are correct. Jada won and she also blocked Jinx. She blocked Jinx Monsoon. It seems to be like people are blocking the winner. The I think actual it's, winner. It's a reasonable philosophy. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, don't hamstring somebody who's not doing well. Yeah. Like, chuck, chuck a green shell or even a red shell in Mario Kart terms mm. as somebody who's doing well. And it's good timing because we know that next week is going to be an improv challenge and obviously Jinx would slay that. We know Jinx would kill that. I mean, she's the queen of improv. Um, it looks really, really good. It's a courtroom it, scene as well, which like is exactly Jersey what Justice she did with Alaska. All, all, yes, but it's a bit like Jersey Justice from All Stars 4. But fairy tale themed looks really, really camp, silly, fun. Can't wait. I'm here for it. And um, you should be here for it too. So make sure you join us for the next podcast release next week. Yes. We still have um, one or two episodes left for Drag Race Sponge to join us for that as well. We can't, yeah, obviously we've got the reunion, we think, this week. May or may not cover that if it's exciting, but we're definitely covering the finale. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. we cannot wait to see his crown from Drag Race Sponge. So make sure you join us. Uh, this is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. 